Say something. Say something. Hello? What? Perfect. Okay. Okay. So, welcome to Chess Club. Today we're going to be playing a little a little a game. Um, not checkers. This is chess, not checkers. Um, my opponent today will be my Minecraft girlfriend. Her name is Aisha. She's the queen of the game. My queen. Aisha, introduce yourself. Say hi. Hi, I'm Aisha. Nice to meet you. Have a little charisma, some enthusiasm. Come on. It's not every day that you can play chess. I'm very excited to play chess. Why? Why are you excited <laughs> to play chess? Do you, it's, is it, do you know what we're talking about? Uh, Something about uh messing with your brain is what I heard. Oh, we're staring at TVs today, huh? Uh-huh. No, we're talking about artificial intelligence and Neuralink. But right now she's um right there behind me and that's why you can hear my voice maybe if i turn down my gain yeah it should be fine if i just keep my voice low today we're talking about artificial intelligence and its connection to Neuralink and how it'll impact the global economy so i can still hear you i can still hear myself what if you put on like a hat or something i'm gonna think a little smarter Better? Nah. Well, a little. Does it make a difference? Let's see. Is it making a difference right now, right here, right now? Talking about artificial intelligence. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, really? That ass, bro. She put a, okay. she put a blanket over her head. So today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. Its effect on the global economy. What companies it affects first. And how it integrates into society on the large scale and on the small scale. So we're going to start off with one point. Artificial intelligence is inevitable. Mm, why is it inevitable? Um, Moore's law. You know what Moore's law is? No. Enlighten me. It's not only Moore's law, but simulation theory too. Moore's law says that if you answer the question, make a move. What is Moore's? Uh, what, why is it inevitable? It is inevitable because technology improves over time. I think it's dead personally, but over time it gets better. Like it doubles, the amount of information we have doubles every year. Right now it's kind of slowing down to a halt. iPhones aren't getting twice as good every year anymore. But that being said, eventually AI will hit. And I feel like there's nobody that needs to be convinced that AI will hit because the algorithms we're getting right now are so sophisticated that they could probably beat minds like chess. They mastered chess, they mastered symphonies and they mastered art. Like it, art is indistinguishable, indistinguishable, indistinguishable to the naked eye, whether it's man-made or AI made. So, so AI is an inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. But does that make it a good thing if it's going to be smarter than a human mind? Okay. Oh uh, no, it isn't and it isn't a good thing because if it's untamed if it's untamed then it can do a lot of bad in the world. But if we do prepare for it and like shoot, I'm trying to think about the chess move here. It is inevitable. Yeah, it's hard to multitask. And it is an ultimate ultimate wrong because whoever has it gets a lot of power. So there aren't any governing laws and this is what Elon Musk was scared of. He said that if AI just happens and it's not in a controlled 
um, like not in a controlled scenario, then it'll be a big no-no. Hmm. So ultimately, I would say it isn't a good and that there need to be means taken that prepare us for that. Fuck you. Sounds like something an AI would say. Mm. Yeah, that was a bad move. You could eat my ass, but I prefer you wouldn't. So, that being said, AI, here's the here's where all the sophistication comes in. AI displacement of jobs is the only the tip of an iceberg because the AI's effect on the global economy, um, AI will allow us to automate a lot of jobs. If you've heard of Andrew Yang, that was, whole, <laughs> that was his whole point. But doesn't automating jobs take jobs away from the people who do it physically? Yeah. Okay, but it's going to happen to them. They just don't have a job. Yeah, that was Andrew. And that still, that still makes AI a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Okay. But that's why Andrew Yang wants to do the universal basic income. Because hmm. AI will mess with um, wealth distribution. That's what it's called. It'll fundamentally change the structure of wealth distribution across human society. Hmm. That's what Elon Musk was, was preaching like five, ten years ago. People, The smart people of society have been warning us about AI for the longest time. Yeah. Hmm. See, the problem is, who's stopping? Let's say I'm company XYZ. Let's say I invent AI. What happens? Mm, not so great things. What happens is I gain a lot of money because what AI can do, humans, human minds can't even imagine what to do. Think, imagine if a human soul inhabited the most powerful supercomputer. Think about what you could do with the power to do more math than all of the human race combined. You could do a lot of damage. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Shut up. Well, yeah, it is. If you have that much knowledge. Okay. So we agree it that AI will transform human wealth distribution. Yes, but not in a positive way. I guess depending on the company that owes it. Owns yeah, it. in a positive way okay. if you own the company, of course. Yeah. But AI will not naturally gravitate towards monopolies. That's just economics for you. But do you know the problem with monopolies? It's just not even the problem with monopolies. Just think about this in the current climate. When the government handed out stimulus and corporations claimed it, how much of that money trickled down? None of it, or barely any of it, not enough to make it equal. A lot of that money just got caught up at just being held. They didn't pay employees because that's a just a straight up net loss. They're not gaining that much productivity for paying them more. But that money will make them more money if they just hold on to it and wait for the dip. So a lot of that money hasn't reached um, human, regular, you know, civilian hands. Mm-hmm. So the majority of society will gravitate towards those, uh, I mean, the AI will gravitate, gravitate towards the big tech monopolies, especially those that 
are on the bleeding edge of AI development. That's where the AI, think of it as a fortress. The AI is built in a fortress. The fortress instantly increases tremendously in, in castle ability. Mm. Oh, this is very clever what you did there. <laughs> did not see that coming. So what I said about um, the stimulus checks being, where did my, did you take my bishop? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not expect that? No, I kind of I wanted to take your knight, but that would make it an easy game because that would put you in check. Mm -hmm. And mate. That's why I know you. That's that would, why I know you didn't do it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It would put you in mate too. Um. So, given that person paycheck protection, like this is recent. This happened in literally June. The company's got a bunch of wealth, and it did not trickle down. The majority of it stayed up on the up on the the ring of ladders so that same thing is going to happen with ai and those those companies that work with it that means the wealth gap when ai hits okay let's say let's say company xyz was the first to even come up with algorithms to feed to their user base that put xyz valuation 50 times more than its competition which didn't have as sophisticated algorithms they had algorithms but they were just subpar but the amount of difference that company XYZ had versus ABC was so vast that the wealth gap was already big. I can hear myself I'll talk quieter. So the problem with AI is it's a lot more effective. So the wealth gap is going to be a lot more severe because with AI, even quantum computing could be a breeze. Mm, quantum computing. But isn't that what they want to use it for in the first place? What they want to use it for is up to their discretion. And it depends whether or not they have the ability to tell it what to do. I'm just hearing a lot of things that are against AI. Like, what do you have for AI? Well, it'll replace a lot of jobs, but also build a lot of wealth. The problem is, is people are greedy. But wouldn't it only create wealth for the people that own it? Well, you can't fault the AI for them keeping that wealth amongst themselves. Mm. So, Yalla, are you going to move? Oh, no, it's your oh, turn. Oh, you did bro. move. Oh, it is my turn. I'm stupid. Sorry, y'all. Definitely my fault. I was listening too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so all that money flowing into the corporations will immediately make a wealth gap because less jobs but greedy corporations are, are hoarding money given that there's no government intervention and we all know how slow congress is now the country that has the company that makes that innovation first it depends on which country it's in because the same wealth gap that happens within that country will trickle into the global economy because let's say Realistically, the two countries that are competing against each other like that is America and China because we have the best algorithms, both of the countries. If America gets the algorithm and it starts doing work for us, China is going to be really far left behind. Hmm. So China needs it. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we need it, bro. True. So... 
So with the U.S., let's just call this a hypothetical and say the U.S. has that tremendous advantage of artificial intelligence that creates a wealth gap among the working um, the working class. And not only within the United States, it makes it, it creates what's it called? What was I saying? A wealth gap globally speaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you. The point being, we should be aware of AI, considering how fast our algorithms are evolving. We should have caution when it comes to the topic. Okay. That's fair. But now that I've scared you about AI and its global effect and how it affects you directly, and I'm talking like affects you directly. AI can figure out how to make manufacturing robots cheap, bro. It'll figure out how to make your job seize faster. Even if your job can't be replaced by just AI, it can be replaced by robots. Unless you have like a really hands-on job where like a robot isn't practical, like, I don't know, construction. But if you flip burgers, you're in danger. (laughs) You're in danger if you flip burgers. You should be wary. If you flip burgers... I think that's good because maybe it'll get people to invest in their own um, uh, futures more. Definitely, but at the same because that won't be an option. At the same time, if Andrew Yang's plan comes through, then government will interfere with the wealth distribution that happens with AI, and it'll say Corporation X Y Z is profiting a lot. The people deserve some of that money. Yeah, but then how will they redistribute it to the people if all the large corporations are owning it and monopolizing on it? You want to know something cool? What? The federal government is a corporation. I'm not even joking. Federal cars don't have the tax-exempt E on their license plates. Hmm. It's actually terrifying. But even the federal government... As an exempt. Mm-hmm. So really, how much power do they have? Too much. It's just they're not using the power for ultimate good. But no. that brings me to Neuralink. Actually, what's Neuralink? Um, it's something that Elon Musk has conjured up to put stuff in your head. Ah, back at it with the wizardry, huh? <laughs> Andre, what's Neuralink? Neuralink is a chip that goes in your brain. Does it make your brain bigger? Depends if you consider a part of it. But the way it works is there's, there's let's call it a plate. And on that plate, there's a couple um, pieces of hardware, transmitter, receiver. And then there's some cables that go directly into your brain. I'm talking brain tissue. They make a hole in your skull, remove the piece of bone and put a chip there and sew it up this, with skin. The chip that's in there, they use a robot and they implant the cables, the little small wires into your brain so it can read and write signals. So the plan with that plant, the, the plan with that implant is it eases the symbiosis of man and artificial intelligence. My microphone fell. The whole goal is to prepare humanity for the competition of artificial intelligence to give us some sort of arms to fight against it. The thesis behind it is that it increases our bandwidth 
in uh, it increases the bandwidth of our relationship to technology because flying make a move listen it's hard to multitask i really am trying my best this is the pig they used so this is a pig for the audio listeners there's an image of a pig and it's being fed these like cornflakes and uh, this pig has the Neuralink chip inside of its head. Let's see if I can't play the audio. It's a high energy pig. Um, all right. You can see when it's when it's out. going when it's eating, it's um, going off. So what you're the, the bees that are uh, in her snack. Um, and so on the screen. Right now it's walking uh, towards food. Uh, now found it. spikes, which are detected. You here. can see the spikes in the signals as soon as it finds the food and the brain sends out signals that oh we found food we found food let's go let's go let's go the Neuralink is picking that up and you can audibly hear the signals increase in in rate so there's that read that's happening between that the whole idea is the chip is implanted in your brain and it's sending signals to your phone and your phone is that cyborg arm of yours because think about it let's say i can't remember what the beach looked like at that I went on a vacation two years ago and I'm trying to remember what the beach looked like, but I just can't remember. Can I not pull up a picture of that beach using the cyborg extension of mine called an iPhone? Shit. I mean, you could. Mm. The whole idea behind it is that your phone is an extension of your body. You are a cyborg with your phone because with your phone, you are plugged into the grid of everybody else that has a phone and is plugged into that grid. You can instantly communicate, you can access any piece of information. You have an encyclopedia connected to your hand with instant access available at all times, as long as you have the Wi-Fi. And how are you gonna have the Wi-Fi at all times? Because this guy, this guy, Elon, he's sending spaceships and he's deploying Wi-Fi across the globe like a blanket mm -hmm. so the bandwidth between you and all of the information available to humankind the bandwidth of your hand and everything that's available to humankind is literally limited by two thumbs typing that's the speed that you can access at one letter at a time based on thumb movement that's kind of inefficient it takes you like 15 seconds to get a message across like a full paragraph one idea costs 15 seconds now think about it. If your if your chip in your head can access your neurons firing it and it can interpret it correctly, then it takes a fraction of a millisecond to just capture that idea as is still in motion and transmit it to your phone. Okay. And from there the software makes it tangible. Okay. That makes sense. That was point three. So let's recap. Point one is the displacement of jobs is only the tip of the iceberg. Then AI will transform human wealth distribution across the globe. AI will naturally gravitate towards monopolies. That's the problem, right? Then AI will widen wealth gaps between countries, nations. It either widen them or shrink them, making us a global race instead of a local race. Then that was the purpose of Neuralink, is to meld is to, is to give us a fighting chance against AI. Because if we can operate at similar speeds to the smartest entity on the planet, then maybe we have a chance of it not killing us all. So the way it'll start, the way Neuralink, this Elon company, is starting off is like most technological processes in medicine. 
You know, I was thinking that earlier, but I didn't say anything. But that would be a good way to be able to study like human reactions and like how their brain reacts to everything on a more personal level, like on a more literally in your head type of level. So the plan is since since you have a cord that attaches the rest of your body to your brain, spinal cord. Mm-hmm. And those neurons firing in your head can control certain physical actions. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! You can go get fucked, you motherfucker! My mom can hear you. I'll talk to her about it later and tell her you suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it starts off in medicine, just like everything else did—the opium crisis. Um x-rays that we use in airports started in medicine um Neuralink is starting in medicine right now they're just doing it for medicine so they can help people bypass certain disabilities natural disabilities that they couldn't do anything about through stimulation of those neurons they can read synapses firing but they can also write they can send electrical signals through those wires that we talked about in the chip and those can train your brain into certain behaviors so it starts off in medicine, like most things, and then it trickles down into consumer technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you win? Not yet. Bro, I think my phone glitched. Are you on your phone? Oh, it didn't glitch. I'm just stupid. Get off your phone. That's how I'm playing it. Dude, I pulled it up. It's too late. I've been doing like this the whole time. <laughs> okay. So once it goes um past the medicine state, what's gonna happen next is it starts getting consumer tech. Once like regular people can go out and buy a Neuralink for like five grand, what can they do with it? Well, anything that their iPhone allows them to do with it, right? So the first companies, other than the ones that profit off or the original AI wave. The first company, the second wave of companies that profit it, profit off of it, well, are going to be the ones that figure out how to interface with said AI. And the third wave that'll profit off of it are the people that provide a means of creating value with that Neuralink. So look Facebook, look Google, look Tesla, because you'll be able to summon your Tesla and literally talk, literally talk to your car. Think about that. Doesn't Tesla already do that? Yeah, but not telepathically. <laughs> mm. Facebook, Google, Tesla, Apple, because they manufacture smartphones, so does Google. And this is a good one to keep in mind. It's only like $40, $50 a share right now. Twitter. Think about thinking a tweet and just sending it with a thought. <gasps> Impulse tweets will be even worse. That reminds me of this South Park episode where Cartman, Cartman, um, Cartman and uh, Alec Baldwin both get these implants in their brands and it's like an, two antennas sticking out of their heads where everything they say is immediately broadcasted or anything they think is immediately broadcasted. Oh no, I didn't know South Park predicted AI. The newer link, I mean. Your move. Is it? No, it's not. My bad. So look at Google, Facebook, Tesla, Apple, Twitter when it comes to the artificial intelligence wave. 
honestly maybe not even those companies maybe those companies are dead by then but there's definitely going to be an initial hit when you know that it's actually happening oi yeah get fucked bruv. i mean hit bruv what you didn't see that no ouch Oh. Ooh, bruv. Did you think about that one either? No. Thought I had the game in the bag. Think smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. So, point being, AI will hit. It'll do some wonderful, amazing things as long as it's in a safe environment, as long as we're prepared for it. Hmm. How do you get prepared for AI when there's a lot of factors where it could go wrong? Like, what about, like, hackers and stuff? Like, you and that's something to worry about. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's artificial intelligence. It's, like, the supreme thought process of technology. So, it could go either way, honestly. Hmm. But... Those Neuralinks that we're talking, maybe Neuralink isn't even the first company to do it. Maybe there's a company that's already working on something behind the scenes and that's five years ahead of them and that'll drop it faster just because they kept it low key. Yeah, maybe. Inclusion time. AI is inevitable. That's the conclusion? That's my first point. Oh, <laughs> sorry, go on. AI will trickle down and affect every single person on this planet through wealth distribution, wealth vacuums, and fulfillment in areas that you wouldn't expect. It'll affect the entire globe. You've seen the movies. Yeah, I've seen the movies. What movies have you seen? Um, uh, what was that game, that movie called? That War, Game of War? War Games? Yeah, that one. So companies wow. that work with it will be the first to profit. And anytime a company gets on gets on a, an on a wave, there's a wave of people that that are aware of the ocean and hopped on the wave with them. Mm -hmm. Look specifically for BMI manufacturers, body machine, brain machine interfaces. Is that was what that stands for? BMI, brain machine interface. Okay. Look for those and be aware of their tether to the technology because we're already cyborgs. Oh, with their phones attached to our arm? Yeah. Off topic. What? Do you remember what that thing in Vietnam was about? The Vietnam War? <laughs> well, I mean, a little bit before that. The one where with the space travel. Oh, the space race. Yeah, yeah, yeah space race. What was that over? Why did the Cold um, War happen? Why was it over? No, why, did, well, why was the Cold War a thing? Like, why? Were we competing? Over what? What were we scared of? Wasn't it nuclear weapons? Nuclear weapons. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Do you know what? Bro, <laughs> okay. you answered right. Why are you mad about that, bro? <laughs> I'm not mad about that. You seem kind of mad, bro. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't do great in a game show. <laughs> That's on me. Wrap this game up, Aisha. Come on. I'm, ch I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to win. I had a strategy and then you just, you talked. Bro, yalla. <laughs> you say, yalla. Okay, Cold War, though. Okay. 
Cold War, Cold War. It was an arms race. Why? Because nuclear weapons were top tier. This was before the hydrogen bomb, which I think is more devastating, right? Right. So, Cold War, it was an arms race. Right. Now what are we in, Aisha? A technology race. An art. Well, what what's that technology do? It arms us. Right. How did the arms race end? Um Gigi. I guess you beating me. <laughs> Well, either someone wins, both parties lose, or it's a stalemate. Yeah. What side are you on? My side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good game, Aisha. Thanks. Good game. You did great. So the interpretation, let's leave the people with like five minutes of message, because it wasn't just about chess. It's always more than just chess. Like the description has been saying for the last eight episodes, it's, this is more than chess. This is it's the first line in the fucking description. Um, the most recent event this weekend was the Neuralink um, show, I guess, the showing off the new technology that they've been working on. And the idea behind it is they're preparing uh, humanity for synchronization with artificial intelligence. So the reason you should care is because anytime a big transfer of wealth happens, there are people that just chilled in the in the bottom of the barrel for long enough to grab onto um grab onto their surfboard and ride the wave as always this has been chess club i thank you for watching this and let's hope you learned something because if you didn't learn something you just wasted like 42 minutes of your life bro that's kind of sad <laughs> um long snapchat long spotify long tesla invest in Neuralink as soon as they ipo trust me they will um if you actually go to neuralink.com let's go there right now you go to neuralink jobs job board every single job description you click on it every single one of them stock options but that's just a little you know a little something that i'm, I'm, I'm sliding you that free information i never charged you for this remember never charged you for this that being said hope you learned a couple neat moves from my chess game Hope you learned a couple neat moves about artificial intelligence and global economics and how nation relations can, you know, escalate in a in a power struggle like this, like artificial intelligence, the biggest power struggle since nuclear weapons. Hope you know what's coming. Hope you're prepared for it. Hope you got some money saved up so you can ride the wave. Any last comments, Aisha? Um, thank you for uh, educating me more on Neuralink. <laughs> you're welcome. Good game. Good game, bro. Great, great time. <laughs> Uh, one last thing if you learned something leave a comment below also tell me who you think is going to get there first china or the united states because i got my money on the united united states but regardless as long as you know you're good if you die you know god is good and everything then you should be straight but 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 thank you for listening i really do appreciate you giving me your time that goes to you as well aisha Thank you. And as always, <laughs> as always, listen harder.